Let me take you back 2,000 years. That truth was not so certain in the lives of the disciples. It had been a difficult week for them. They had struggled with all the events that took place as the Lord Jesus Christ came to Jerusalem and was greeted, Hosanna, blessed is he that comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the King of Israel. And the crowds were with him. He'd gone into the temple. He'd cleared it because they had made it a den of thieves. And he declared it was his father's house of prayer. He'd been confronted by the religious sect, the scribes and and Pharisees, those who were in power. He'd been with his disciples in the upper room to celebrate the Passover, gone to Gethsemane where they were left to pray as he submitted to his father's will. Soldiers came to arrest him. Some believe it was 500 soldiers who came to arrest him. And the one who had betrayed him was greeted as friend. He was taken away. Seven unjust trials took place. Peter denied him. He was humiliated as he was walked through the city. Simon of Cyrene was called to bear his his cross and he was hung hung between two thieves one of which ridiculed him and the other said we are here justly and Jesus response was today you shall be with me in in paradise he had died in fact he had been married buried Joseph of Arimathea and Nicodemus had requested the body. And the Sabbath had been celebrated as a time of mourning and and grief. We now, according to John's gospel, come to the first day of the week. The first day of the week. A recognition of of love for Jesus as the women went to the cemetery to honor him. And what did they discover? They discovered that he was not here, but he was risen just as he said. You see, the insight to the resurrection is the understanding that God's plan had now been accomplished. That the lamb who came to take away the sin of the world had now been slain. But he, even though he had been buried, rose again. Scripture tells us that Mary, Mary Magdalene, Johanna, Mary the mother of James and, and others were greeted by the angels who sat there that asked this question, Why seek ye the living among the dead? He is not here. They left and ran and got two of the disciples, 
Peter and John who came to investigate the empty tomb. And the Bible says that John at that point saw and believed. Mary apparently followed them back and identified one who she thought was a gardener and said, if you know where they've taken my Lord, tell me. He simply spoke her name and she knew instantly that he was alive. That was the first post-resurrection appearance of the Lord Jesus Christ to Mary. The understanding that he was alive. And the truth is, as you and I understand the wonder of the resurrection, we too can recognize that he is alive. Amen, amen. I'm alive because he lives. And that Easter morning, the light became abundant in their lives. The darkness of all that had taken place in the past days was gone. Because now Jesus was alive. I don't know what's going on in your life. I don't know what kind of darkness you struggle with. But I can tell you this. There's light. There's light in the one who came to be the light of the world. And John's gospel tells us in him was life. And that life was the light of men. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall know the light of life. As we move from darkness to light, as you and I sit here in 2019 looking back on what God has done, we can declare that He is risen, for He is Risen indeed. Can we do that one more time? We can declare that he is risen for he is risen indeed. And that takes us from darkness to light. That's the insight of the resurrection. That's what was behind it all. So that we would not have to walk in darkness, but that we would understand the one who is the way, the truth, and the life. The one who came to show us the Father. And the one who indeed is the light of the world. God has given to us so much to celebrate this day. Let's not miss the wonder of who he is in the midst of all of our celebration because Jesus is the light. 
The insight of the resurrection was that they came to the tomb in despair and they understood the life that was available because of the one who was the light of the world. But the impact, the impact of the understanding of what God had accomplished was a recognition of God's grace. Matt read for us out of Titus chapter 3. And the phrase there is that he saved us. He saved us. Not because of the works done by us in righteousness, but according to his mercy, by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Spirit. A few verses earlier we read that it's the grace of God that brings salvation hath appeared to all men. Jesus declared, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Amen? Paul writes in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, If in Christ we have hope for this life, only we are to be of most men pitied. But now, but now is Christ risen from the dead. The impact of that resurrection was the truth of real life. Mary went to the cross, went to the garden in despair and was saved. The disciples were in the upper room. They were scared and they were saved. Thomas, unbelieving and insecure, was saved. And throughout the centuries, believers have been scorned and saved. Searching for identity, but saved. And sinners and seekers and sojourners today can be saved. That's the impact of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Amen. Providing for us salvation because if in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are to be pitied, but now, but now, Christ is risen from the dead. Jesus said, I am come that you might have life, and that you might have it more abundantly. How has the resurrection of Jesus Christ impacted you? What difference has it made to you as you have understood God's love as he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. The truth, as we rang the bell this morning, was that many times we do not understand what God has done for us and the price that was paid for us. But only as we understand that in light of the resurrection will it impact our lives. Because He is risen. He is risen indeed. 
You can't get to the resurrection without the cross. And when you understand that it was at the cross, the only one who was worthy shed his precious blood and payment to our sins. And then was buried and rose again the third day. The only response we can have is, worthy is the lamb that was slain. Worthy of what? Power, wealth, wisdom, might, honor, and glory, and blessing. That's what needs to grab us today. That's the so what of the resurrection. The thing that inspires us to go into all the world and to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Because he is alive. Amen. The thing that ministers to us. Because he lives, we can face tomorrow, right? Because he lives, all fear is gone. Because we know. He holds the future, and life is now worth the living simply because he lives. But the reason of that is the cross. The victory of that is the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And the inspiration of that is what takes us every day of our lives through every circumstance that we face in our lives saying God is good all the time and all the time God is good because worthy is the lamb who was slain he is holy amen, amen. but not only is he holy he's my savior and I am his child. Therefore, he is worthy.